Some people like to say that if you are in an open relationship, you better be single. Yeah. If what you want is to just sleep around and have sex with many people, you may as well just stay single. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Munai Open Relationship, the podcast. Hi, my name is Gwen and I'm an open relationship coach. And I am Mr. T, her partner in crime. We're here to share our awesome journey with open relationship and non-monogamy. Disclaimer. We are not here to tell you what to do, what is right or wrong in your relationship. We are here to give you ideas and tips based on our own experience. And while doing so, we may discuss things that are not suitable for a younger audience. Here we go! We have video today. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Awesome! So, welcome back to Munai Open Relationship, the podcast. Podcast number... Eight? Nine? I think it's seven. It is six, let's say. Uh, I think it's more than that, because we started in January and we're in March, so... Nah. Anyway. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> there you go. We're going to do the podcast. Okay, so today we're going to work a little bit more on... Some yes, yes. Some people like to say that if you are in an open relationship, you better be single. Yeah. If what you want is to just sleep around and have sex with many people, you may as well just stay single. And what are your thoughts around that? What are my thoughts around that? I think being in an open relationship is still being in a relationship. Um, so it's pretty much having all the benefits of being in a relationship, which means having the support of your partner, having someone around when you need them, and being there for them. And at the same time, having the benefits of being single, being able to flirt and have sexual experiences with more than one person. That's pretty much it. That's it. <laughs> no, I, I think I think if you are wanting to screw around and, and not care about anybody else and just have fun by yourself, yes, stay single. That would be my my point. The is, main that, thing, is that your definition of being single? Like if you are single, you, you don't have to worry about anybody else. You just worry about yourself. You just do your life and you don't want to add anybody else onto it. And you can have multiple partners and you don't have to worry about commitment or mm. any type of relationship status or anything like that. But what happened with open relationship is that it's a relation. It's a, like you defined it before. It's a possibility that the two parties can have the benefits of being together and love each other and that's the main key we love each other it's not that we are together just to have fun with other people we are <laughs> together because we love each other and we want to be together that's the key it's a lot of people i think uh, you have a lot of not followers but people likes to comment in your in your post and your videos on tiktok and instagram people that are not agreeing with open relationships, they don't understand what it means to be in an open relationship because they're still having this attachment to the concepts that we've been talking the prior weeks, uh, that, that we are together, but we are trying to not be committed. Mm -hmm. no, we are not in love with, it, within, uh, with each other, and that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. So it is a myth. It is a myth. It is a it myth. Is a myth. If, if you want to um, be non-monogamous, it doesn't mean that you want to stay single. It's actually uh, probably the next step. Mm. Like you still want to enjoy being flirtatious and having sexual experiences, but at the same time, you do want to come into someone. So would you say it's like a, a next step Next step to like casual, casual 
non-exclusive sex? It's like you stay non-exclusive, but it's not as casual anymore. Hmm. I don't want to put it like a next step because that means that is it. It's another step it after this step. step. Sure. What What is that step? You know what I mean? Like I think is that the relationship can be monogamous or non-monogamous. And if the relationship is not mon- non-monogamous, means that you don't have to have exclusivity mm-hmm. in your sexual life mm-hmm. and on all the aspects of the relationship. It doesn't have to be only sexual. Mm-hmm. In fact, we have a friend that she enjoys the novelty and she loves to go on dates and get get the first stages of a dating situations, but she never goes further because for her... So she, is she in an open relationship? She's in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's depending how, how do you want to frame, and this is the good thing about nowadays. It's like, we're not going to be taken to court, we're not going to be crucified. I don't know and that, Square. We're not gonna be burned because being uh, we are like witches. We're just doing our own version of what we think uh, is best for us in yeah. this moment, and what we enjoy as a couple and us and to appreciate and express our love for each other. Sure. I was actually talking about that. <laughs> I was actually talking about that. I really recently with someone um, that. There is always judgment for whatever you do in your life. You will always have someone that will criticize you mm-hmm. for what you're doing. Someone that's not going to be happy because what you're doing doesn't fit with their beliefs and, and you know, how they do their life. And as long as you are happy with what you're doing yeah. and you and your partner are happy in the relationship that you've created, whatever people think about it uh, doesn't really matter. No, it's, it's no. up to them. It's their problem, not yours. It's a you problem. Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. Well done. Good job. Good job. That's it. <laughs> Ciao. So, let's talk about oh. a story. Once upon a time, in a country far, far away. Hashtag New Zealand. Here we are. Once upon a time, we're going to... Keep going with our journey into open relationship. As we told you before, we have tried a few things. We had partners separately. I was overseas and you were here, or sometimes you are somewhere else traveling, and, and we get partners casually. And then we went to a sex club and we met a couple and we had sex with this couple in a weekend together. And then we had our first threesome. Sure. Yes, which was an experience, not the most remarkable one. <laughs> it was an experience. It was an experience. But then we found out that in the world of swinging, uh, swingers, is there are parties, private parties. You don't have to go to a club, only to a club to get to experience this. Different world. Different world. You can sign up in a private group. So how, how did you find this private group? I don't know how I think so. Uh, if I remember well, mm. we got told that there was um, a website, especially in our country here in New Zealand, for swingers. Mm-hmm. And I think Mr. T went and signed up and got approached by this couple that were organizing mm. private parties. And so their idea when they created this group is that they used to go to that sex club and they would sometimes not feel really attracted to the people that were there for yeah. reasons of preferences, 
physical preferences and also um, not being able to connect sometimes with conversations and things like that. And so they wanted to create this private group yes. where the criteria to be eligible <laughs> are a little bit more, how to say it? Well, they, they, they did a selection for people to be part of the party. Thank you, you have to um, have an interview with them and have a conversation. You, the main thing that they said they wanted to have clear that is only not only their physical appearance was important, but as well to be able to have sure. a conversation, yeah. corroborate that we were in a relationship, that sure. we were together. Sure. So, yeah, we did this interview, it was really fun, and then they said that they will give us the address of the place when we were closer to the party. So, let's explain a little bit. They do parties, private parties, every two to three months, and every time the location is different. Yeah. And so, uh, once you are on the list, they send you an invite asking you if you are interested in the next party happening. Mm -hmm. And then you do have to pay for your spot. And once everything is paid, they send you the address on the D-Day, not before that. There is a little dress code. Each party is different. So mm. uh, each group, sorry, is different. But this is how this group uh, works. Yeah. Uh, it's a well-dressed type of dress code, cocktail. Cocktail type, Cocktail type yeah. of uh, dress code. And then um, there is some champagne and wine and, and stuff like that. And it's usually a really nice location, like a penthouse. And um, yeah, it was... Or a house uh, with a yeah. mansion type of thing. Yeah. So it's really, really fun and it's good to... It's a different environment than the club because in the club, even when you go and you have the opportunity to get to know people, um, the environment doesn't help you to, to do so, to, to relax as much. Uh, I don't know, especially when we went the first couple of times, it's like we were, we didn't know what, what was the approach, how people, yeah. you know, connect with other people. And in the party, they focus a little bit more on the prior, the, the foreplay. Like True. when you arrive, you have something to eat or something to drink, and then you have a time of conversation, and then at some point someone disappears, disappears, <laughs> and then everybody goes great. Um, so we're talking like big apartment with um, five bedrooms potentially. Mm -hmm. um, each bedroom has those big beds, and then there is the lounge that doesn't have much sofas, probably, maybe. Mm -hmm. Sometimes sofas, so you can have a conversation. Big balconies, beautiful views. Yeah, it's, it's a different atmosphere and it's pretty cool. Yeah. The, I know these type of parties happen all over the world. The, the swingers have is a great community, great community of people, very loving and very uh, open and, and always welcoming. So they are anywhere in the world you're going to find some people that are doing this kind of parties. What type of people are you going to find in those parties? So you're going to find couples, but there were also unicorns. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, unicorns are single ladies that are coming to have some fun with couples. Yeah, which is, is the same as those things that it surprised me, surprised me a lot when, when I found out that that was the case. Because it's, it's, we're going back to the myth and, and misconceptions about sexuality and how people experience sex mm -hmm. and you would not think that a woman will come by herself just to have sex and yes, yes they, do. they do because a woman wants to have as much sex as the boys mm -hmm. and it's really good it's really refreshing and, and usually unicorns are a lot of fun yep. in those parties that will actually be 
uh, a great story that we will tell next week about a unicorn that we met Ooh, uh, yeah. during one of the parties. <laughs> but um, can you can you tell me how you felt during that first party? How was it? Because uh, it was not fully new, obviously. We already had been to a sex club. Did you feel like it was a lot better? Um, did you feel like it was super different? or It was. <laughs> it was different in the sense that... Um, like you said, the, the, the look of the people that were there and 80% of them were all, um, at least my taste. Mm -hmm. In this case, everybody was in the same sure. range, to say something. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then it was, I think the first party that we went was the other point. Most of the people that were there were people with experience, quite experienced on the, on the swinging life. Mm -hmm. So they were a lot more relaxed than I remember uh, when we went to the sex club. Mm. Um, the environment was a lot more relaxed and forward more, I don't know, it felt, it felt a lot more calmer than other, other places or other times. Okay, cool. What about you? Um, I really enjoyed it. It was really exciting. Obviously, like you said, physically. Mm. and mentally and age-wise like I could connect a lot more with the people that were there one glass of champagne and I'm getting really happy yeah. about life in general <laughs> so, um, but I think it was a good mix of feeling safe in that environment I think the difference with a sex club is that the sex club was kind of pretending to be a nightclub without being a nightclub mm. And there was just like a, a party, house party. So you can just relax on the sofa and have a chat with someone without feeling any pressure of trying to be in a nightclub. Mm. Um, and then we actually found really quickly a way to have fun without feeling like we had to be with each other or in the same room. Mm. So I think we managed to have fun together, but also separately. Oh, yeah. Which was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, yeah. That was a great experience. You'll hear it, you'll type it, you sent it, you ask for it, you'll hear it, you type it, you send it, you ask for it. Alright. Alright. So time for questions. We have two questions today. Yes. Awesome. The first question that I got asked was a lady mm -hmm. who is worried about having a threesome. And most importantly, she, more specifically, sorry, she's worried that uh, she's going to see her partner with the other lady mm -hmm. during the threesome and feel left out or feel jealous because her partner is enjoying a lot more having sex with the other person. Mm -hmm. So how would you deal with that? What do you think about this? Do you think it's legit to feel fearful that your partner is going to enjoy more? I think I, I understand. And at the same time, I would tell to it's like it's like anything. You're gonna be with someone for the first time in a new situation, and because of that, the person might feel more the the, uh, the other party might feel more excited with being with the other person because you want to experience the new thing. Yes. You get a new toy. Yes. And you want to play with that toy. Yes. Uh, before you go back to the old ones. <laughs> oh, this is wrong. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think? No, I completely agree. Like, um, obviously, everything is really exciting, and you are with your partner, but there is this other person there, and if you are into novelty, 
then obviously you're going to be attracted to the yeah. other person. And so you may see your partner doing things with this other person that your partner doesn't do with you because they may have never tried, they didn't know they could do it or things like that. It could be that the other person is a screamer. <laughs> and is a lot more vocal about what's happening than you are. And so it seems like your partner is suddenly having a lot of fun and that maybe they don't have as much fun with you that they have with the other person. Uh, it's really easy to get in your head and to start comparing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What would you say to avoid that? To avoid that feeling left out. I think um, it really depends on everybody. Like personally, I love watching. So even if you were not doing anything with me, I would not feel left out. Yeah, but, but I think sometimes just um, being able to reassure your partner, um, kind of have a look at your partner and see how they are. Sometimes it's just about looking at them. It's about uh, getting their hand, like just squeezing their hand and make, making sure that you see them, that you are around, mm -hmm. uh, checking that they're okay. Yeah. All of that is quite important during and after. Yeah, I think before you do it, talk to your partner mm -hmm. and don't be afraid to be vulnerable and put yourself out and saying what are your fears mm -hmm. about this because then your partner will be able to understand and, and to manage the situation in a better way. As a male, what I can say is part of what you were saying. If you, my partner, I know that my partner is still insecure, I will try to include her as much as much as possible mm -hmm. to make her feel that she's part of the experience. Yeah. It's not that I want to be just with the other person. I want to be with the two of you. Yeah. And and trying to embrace the situation in a way that everybody is having a little bit of attention all the time. It might happen that sometimes once get tired or or has an orgasm and it has to stop for a bit. But like I said, it's good to stay connected with your partner in terms of looks, uh, looking at each other, touching each other, touching each other, yeah. uh, talking to each other. Yeah. And, and if you are verbal, if you like to verbalize your excitement or things like that, it's good to make the other one be part of that novelty as well. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Um, then the second question that we had is my partner broke a boundary that we had which was to not have sex with someone else in our bedroom at home. Chun -chun. Ouch. Chun. What should I do? Change the sheets first. <laughs> <laughs> and open the windows. And open the windows, yeah. <laughs> Look, if you have that as a, as a rule, as a main rule, is because you probably you two have define what the other one has to do in order to have sex with someone else you have if you put that rule like you can't have sex in, in, in our room you probably said okay you have to go to the other person's house or rent a hotel or something like that i know by experience that sometimes happen that you are in your house and you get taken by the excitement to being with that person and you might break the room so and my suggestion is talk again what was the environment why why that happened it's important to clarify that continue to and trying to see how move forward to, from that because it's a little bit harder for boys than than girls there's something you were you were going to yeah yeah i think uh, you pointed it out one day um mm. and as a girl i didn't realize how complicated it could be for you like more complicated than for me. 
for different reasons, we as women need to be aware that for human, there are assumptions on the fact that, for example, you will have probably to flirt and date more someone else before you can actually sexually hook up with that person. Yeah. That it really depends on the girl, if she says yes or no, <laughs> for you to have fun. <laughs> that logistically, um, there is kind of, kind of an assumption that you may be able to host, and if you can't host, that you may have to pay for the hotel room. Uh, all of that, we're not really aware of it as women sometimes. Mm. Um, so I would say that if that boundary gets broken, it's important to have a conversation about about why it was a boundary that was um, set. Uh, what was the reasoning behind it? Was it a really important boundaries? That maybe when you have boundaries in place, check with your partner which one is extremely important. Which one is the one that if it gets broken, it's the end of the relationship. Like for example, lying can be a really, really important boundaries. Like if you lie to me, that's it. <laughs> uh, but okay. maybe... Um... Message received. <laughs> maybe uh, having sex in the bedroom is not extremely important it was more like cool let's avoid if we can but if it happens let's see why and i will potentially understand that it was really important because you didn't get your salary and you couldn't afford to go there or there was you were supposed to go to the girl's place but they were flooding brisbane <laughs> or there was a problem with something and then we didn't have any other option and she's leaving the country tomorrow like you know like there are so many things that can happen that may explain why it got broken it's really good to have that conversation mm. i don't know sometimes from experience what i've heard is cool let's not have any rules at all and i'm happy for you to do anything but can we please have our bedroom as like a little sanctuary of our little intimate bubble that is just for us knowing that everything else is allowed. In that case, it feels like this is a really important one um, that deserves quite a, a lot of respect. Um, so it really depends. It's on the case by case. I, I guess I if say. the person brought it up in that way is because they obviously have that kind of approach. Like the, the bedroom was something... That is important. That's very important. So I guess the, the main point is to clarify, like you said before, clarify why it happened. And from there on, okay... Is it something that it was done? It was done on purpose because bad intention, bad intention, yeah. or, or didn't care at all, or it because it was not a bad intention. That, yeah. that that's probably the main key, the intention yeah. behind why the situation got to that point. So try to see, yeah, why it happened. Were there the bad intention behind? Is it that potentially you can renegotiate that boundary if it's really something that is blocking your partner from um, doing anything? Because sometimes we have boundaries in place and they're actually co-blocking your partner completely. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, boundaries in general should be renegotiated every six months if you have any. Yeah. I mean, every six months or as frequently as you want to, but I think it's important to revisit them from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. So I won't say that you need to break up. I would just say have a conversation and check yeah. why that happened. Yeah. There may be a really good reason behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's it. That's it. That's it for today. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the podcast today. We will see you, hear you, and talk to you. Next week. Maybe I will, we will see you, or you will see us, actually. We don't see you. you because see today us. the camera is on. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. Today it worked. Oh, wow. Uh, remember, if you need uh, an appointment, you can book your appointment through uh, Open Munai, uh, Munai <laughs> Open Relationship, the website. 
Instagram and Instagram and TikTok, you can send a message to Gwen yes. and have your bookings done through the, that. That's it. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> See, you. See you. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. And this, my friends, is the end of the episode. But don't worry, we will be back with the next one really soon. Ciao, ciao.